Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our top mates over at Heaps Normal, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. If you're having a bit of a break off the booze or even if you're just putting one, you know, one cheeky non-alcoholic one for one alcoholic one, you're flying. Go to heapsnormal.com, chuck in duty-free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. Nice. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-Air Madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-Air Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf Coast. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Midfly Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Eggy. How's it going, mate? Very good. I hope, I hope this sounds right. I'm sitting in a quest in uh, rainy Newcastle. Um, Excellent. Not in the booth, the home studio. By home studio, I mean the room where everyone just chucks their shit into, even though it's where Dad's going to fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> you know no respect, deal. mate. I don't no deal. I'm sitting in... I'm sitting in rainy Brisbane as we speak. What a town. I assume for the unveiling of your statue at Suncorp next to Wally. Yeah. Yeah. Total uh, cult. Mine's made of um mine's made of gold. <laughs> like your future car paint job. Sack tap and wally out the front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gold gold car, black rims. That's what I'm after. Ooh. Um the Brisbane Comedy Festival is fucking unreal. Oh, it's so like good. It's just, what a pleasure to end on this pretty much. Well, a couple couple of little dates left, but, yeah, of the big cities is the last one. Bloody great. Good time. Mate, it's a ripper festival. All the venues in Brizzy are great, but the fucking powerhouse is sick. Get, get to good chat comedy the rest of the year if you're in Brizzy. Oh, yeah. I think when you're in a town full of grubs like this or a state full of them, let's face it, when like the best people there, when they come out, they're better than the fucking big city, you know, Culture snobs by a couple oh, yeah. of them. pretty good. Oh yeah, comedy festival in a grubby town. It's like a uh, it's like a speakeasy in the thirties. You know, yeah. Coming in, going, we're all here, we're safe. No one's going to kill punches. All the people who've ever read a book, they turn up. <laughs> nah, it's good. Very good. Not disparaging <laughs> Brisbane. Fucking love it. <laughs> I, th- I think you are. I think. Oh no, <laughs> a classic nah, Luke Heggie. Who am I to judge? <laughs> <laughs> After just forty-five minutes of fucking smashing everyone, um, I uh, any any patrons who are missing out on pencils, I'm gonna have to send you jocks because 
I have shifted some fucking units last oh, yeah. couple of nights here in Brisbane. It's been uh, yeah. gangbusters. I'm pretty much out of pencils. Need some more. And yeah, it's actually drag your the chain um, there. Yeah, fuck it. Your one-hour show is actually just a vocal warm-up for the fucking carnival barking you're about to do out in the foyer after. <laughs> pencils, get your pencils. It's like an auction out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, I've been watching suburban uh, butcher just screaming. I'm, I've been watching a fair bit of uh, Lords of Property on. Uh, oh, I have Instagram. not seen that. Oh, oh, sorry, Lords of Pro- Fuck, of course. Sorry, I thought you meant that Amazon Prime show. That's a different thing. Lords of Property oh, no. on Instagram. Holy yeah. shit, is it good? So good. If you think so real good. estate agents are cunts, Lords of Property have done the hard yards, and they're finding the worst <laughs> of a worst, but the worst bunch. Um, yeah. Oh, it's good Very stuff. Good. I love it. <laughs> There's that one little fella on there that I assume he has to be taking the piss with his words of wisdom Instagram videos. In the car? He's usually yeah. driving, doing it. Yeah, I've seen him. He's great. Yeah. Very good. Little, I don't know, yeah. man. I don't think they're that good. They're yelling and screaming and carrying on like dorks. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's very good. You know what, though? I am looking forward. Sorry to any listeners with a mortgage. Um, couple of renters here though and boy oh boy the interest rate rises mean fuck all to us i reckon these real estate agents are going to start having a little bit of a harder time yeah nothing better than seeing a real estate agent get one less haircut per year because times are tough yeah down to four haircuts a week now with an interest rate rise they're feeling the pinch yeah (laughs) i wonder Uh they get it cut so often i wonder if they even put the the apron the smock on them Oh, because there's not much hair coming off. Nothing, yeah, little, nothing's really coming off. off the back. Yeah. Mm. Just neatening up that fucking set square back of the head <laughs> thing. You know how some of them got the angles? Yep. Like the, the straight, like couldn't be a straighter line. Must be a ruler across that. <laughs> you can't do that freehand. I've fucking, <laughs> I've drawn lines before and you can't do that. What are you, are you still copping a $10 hairy? Uh No. I've had to I've had to move on a bit from that, unfortunately. But so I used to be ten bucks a year, just one. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you're moving up I've, in the world, mate. Now now that you're on ABC's The Weekly. Yeah, I've got to get one every week. Um yeah. no. The weekly I'll be I'm gonna be on that again soon, actually. Yeah. Uh, filming a couple of more skits soon. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, one came out the other week. You're talking about men having midlife crisis. Fitness, yeah, fitness-based midlife crises. Yeah, it was good. Went well. Not that you'd know it was me on it because uh, ABC seemed to have a policy of not tagging, let alone even naming the people <laughs> who are in their fucking clips. So, yeah. I've I've just gotten the clip actually, so I should post it up. That's good. But um, yeah, I don't know. Too late. Too little. Too late. But um, yeah, good to get a bit of work. A rare win for the battler. Better better send it to me with a personalised message thanking me for watching it and paying for it. With my tax dollars, <laughs> my tax dollars. That's a that's the the uh, dog whistle call of all complainers. Whenever you appear on ABC, is this what my tax dollars do? Oh, and thanks, Heggy, as well for sorting out. We uh, we spoke last week about um, about me copping a, a bit of flack on an old uh, clip, on an old stand up clip. Oh yeah, yeah, I sorted that out. I found you came it. in, <laughs> you fixed it, fixed it yep. for everyone. Um, Got in there underneath, and uh, your your message underneath 
Is this supposed to be funny? Four question marks. Imagine thinking it's okay to do so-called comedy about something as serious as this. I knew a guy who had diabetes once. He was massive, quite a quarrelsome fella too. Ended up losing his job for not turning up most of the time and being disagreeable. None of it was his fault. So have a think about him before you do your little jokes yeah. and do better. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think everyone sort of read that and didn't think I was taking the piss. All your detractors, they'd think I'm an ally, which I am. <laughs> do better. That should be the tour next year. Luke Heggie, do better. doing better. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm okay, everyone. Thanks. I love that with comedians. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good now. Thanks, everyone. As if everyone's thinking about you for 12 months. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> I wonder if it'll get better or worse, the uh, mental health cries on social media. Oh, it's not getting better. No? Unless it gets cancelled, it's not getting better. Social media <laughs> is just a haven for you know, the contagion of fucking mental illness. <laughs> well, after this positive, upbeat chat pre-episode, uh, pre should we get stuck into this grub? Yeah, let's do it. Why not? Hold on. What did you say? It's not let's do it. It's let's do it. Woo! <laughs> All right. This week, mate, we're looking at Thomas Cook slash Condor Airlines, October 16, 2018. I like it. Thomas it Cook like, slash Condor. Well, yeah, Thomas Cook took over Condor, didn't it? It just started getting all those ones. Condor still exists. Um, yeah, Thomas Cook, uh, God rest. It's great, isn't it? It's soul. Uh, Frankfurt to Portland, Oregon. USA, sir, yes, sir. Oh, yeah. A classic American story, this. PDX, yeah. Lots of dreaming. I was at PDX. Mm-hmm. Nice one. Um, good old Thomas Cook. Seeing as these stories' days are numbered due to Thomas Cook folding up, uh, we'd just as well document the origin story of actual Thomas Cook, the travel entrepreneur. Oh, Born in 1808 in Melbourne. Oh, really? Derbyshire. Ah. Your mate. <laughs> I didn't know there was a Melbourne in Derbyshire. I know yes. there's a Melbourne, Florida, and a Melbourne, Victoria, but not a Melbourne, Derbyshire. Oh, I remember five or six years ago, uh, comedian extraordinaire Tom Bins, who I'm a big fan of. Oh, love him. Um, he's, he started a Melbourne comedy festival in Melbourne, Derbyshire. Just did it once, it's like a once off. Very good. Pretty good. Um, they should, that that should be your sister city, I reckon. Just the, the one with the same name as you. Yeah. I don't know about the sister city stuff. I don't know how, what the benefits are and what's happened. It's weird. Yeah, get your discounts or something? You should. I don't, I don't visit each other. It's not like when. You know, Reagan came over and gave Bob Hawke a fucking Stetson and Hawkey had to give him a Cobra. <laughs> it wasn't they don't do that sort of shit anymore, do they? Give each other the keys. No. Um Keys to the City. Thomas Cook. He was a he was a cabinet maker, a uh, pamphlet distributor, and a massive Baptist. Um good combo. Cook used to escort travel groups on journeys, such as in eighteen forty one when the bold middle man escorted 485 people on an 11-mile train ride from Leicester to Loughborough. 
They could have just bought tickets, but why not support an innovative snake or peddling fucking middleman? And uh, man, hey, to be fair though, if a fucking cabinet maker organised a trip now, you're going to Bali. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, tour of the factory, that sort of thing. How you can get back to artisan cabinet making. A bit of that going around. <laughs> yeah, do a two-hour session of that on a fucking twelve-day drinking tour. Yeah. Right. This off um, business. This was. This trip was to attend. A teetotal rally. Sounds like fun. Oh, Jesus. Baptists are teetotals, I believe. Are they? Yeah, I think so. I remember, I, I don't know if I told you this, I, I joined a football team when I was about 20 mm-hmm. and I didn't know, but it was in the Queensland Baptist League. No idea until the first game when a prayer got said at the start. I looked, at my way, I looked over at my mate and went, what the fuck is this? And he laughed. <laughs> He, he knew, just didn't fucking tell me. I knew when I started junior footy, WRFL, Western Region Football League. You didn't question. What do you think it was fucking Queensland Bundesliga? They've just pinched a fucking <laughs> a German league name. What's the QBL? It's probably Baptist. Oh, no, I didn't know it was called QBL. I just joined the team. A week later, we're playing yeah. the first game. I didn't know it was Queensland Baptist League. I thought it was just a regular league game. Whistle got blown. First match, a few times at me for what do you reckon? Swearing? Yes. Oh. Makes you think, doesn't it? Wow. Oh, man. Anyway, <laughs> we went on to win. Actually, I got I stayed in the team and uh they're nice guys. Went on to win the uh the league that year. Yeah. And uh I said, right, everyone back there into my place. I bought a few cartons on the way home. Two of us drank. Yeah. Rest of them asked me if I had any cordial and stuff. So we just won the grand final. Surely you can allow yourselves a beer. No. So, yeah, yeah, there's some cor- there's some cordial, mate. The mid strength over there. Yeah, they're watered down. <laughs> that's the Bundy. That's not OP. We call that cordial, mate. You could have actually done the thing you hated so much at the bottle shop. These are for me. What are you drinking? You know, yeah. the- <laughs> anytime someone brings a slab in. Um, the old uh, Tom Ass Cook, though, he took a few tours of gullibles around the UK and mainland Europe, opened up a Fleet Street office where he and his son sold telescopes and guidebooks and coupons and shit, mm-hmm. um, and then he just died. But the, the modern company that filched his name. <laughs> uh, Not very Thomas Cook-like. To just steal something. No, 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 as in a fucking, if you're going on a Thomas Cook flight, from fucking UK to Spain, it's not for a sober Baptist retreat. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like I die early and you set up Nick Cody's yoga and Pilates studio. Yeah, <laughs> which I would. <laughs> the Memorial Pilates studio. <laughs> Expensive rotisserie chickens, the Nick Cody method. Um, they folded up in 2019, as we've documented, well after acquiring Condor. But Condor managed to get a bridging loan and is still operating. Condor, cop this, their economy middle seats are wider than the window and aisle seats, oh. just to make everyone that little bit more equal. That's not bad. Well, yeah, it's. I mean, that's like giving two children different sized pieces of chocolate cake, but you <laughs> baked a little nugget of shit into the big one. 
So <laughs> choose wisely, kids. But then you still don't, you know, the old rule of if you you're in the aisle seat, you get the you've got the aisle and an and an armrest. The middle mm. seat, you get the the two armrests and the window where you got the window to fucking lie on. Don't need an armrest. Yeah. If you've got a bigger seat, fuck you. I'm having your armrest. Condor, you get yourself an extra inch or something on the Beautiful. on the middle seat. So I don't know. Um, Condor straight back flying everywhere they can, and uh, Thomas Cook Holiday is still operating, flogging off hotel only bookings, keeping the middleman dream alive. Um, <laughs> that'd have the original Thomas Cook lying in his grave contentedly. Done about the drinking part. Um, by the way, I someone sent me a thing about uh, who are the Irish, the fucking Ryanair. As much as we give Thomas Cook shit, Ryanair, you can buy scratchies on board. Oh, yeah, they do scratchies. I remember that. I don't think it's just Ryanair. I think a lot of those budget European carriers come and give you scratch at tickets towards the end. Yeah, yeah, righto. That, I'm definitely not buying it. They don't have the cash to fucking, if you win, because I'd want that cash right now. It's a third-party scratch it thing. It's not Ryanair scratch it's. I'd like to get a look at it, but it's uh, some sort of one of those Euro lottery fucking scams, obviously. Um, <laughs> might as well give you half a paddle pop stick see what happens. <laughs> Remember that? Half a fuck. Everyone oh. had the left half of a TV yeah. as a kid. <laughs> and a whole lot of second chance drawers yeah. and a couple of fillings I'm going to need in my teeth. Do you think anyone wins a TV anymore? Well, they're pretty much an impulse purchase next to the fucking Juicy Fruit. No one's, a TV is the worst <laughs> possible raffle prize now. Oh, yeah. If, they, if the Price is Right was still getting made in Australia and you had to list all the things, remember that la- the last challenge? Yeah. Cheapest to most expensive. You're putting the TV at the bottom. Could be For 14 sure. bucks. Yeah, a pair of headphones cost more than that, <laughs> more than a TV. Fuck. I want to know that. I think that at that time too, they were, you know, it's just somebody marketing their fucking cousin's mate won all the shit. And then that, that McMillian scandal happened and I think they're a bit more across prizes and everything now. Oh, prizes rarely go to someone by chance. Very yeah. rare. I think in your million-dollar Powerball lotteries and shit, Hard to get away with. Yeah. But generally, I mean, I've done it at the um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, the bottle The shop. amount of uh, Cougar bourbon and fucking Tui's T-shirts I had when I worked at a pub. There's, yeah, like an esky full of cool shit, like a really yeah. one of those double-walled eskies that seemed to cost a few hundred bucks. No way a punter's winning that. Mm. That's going to my mate's house for a party. <laughs> um, an esky with a speaker in it. You need nothing else in life. Shorts out as soon as as soon as it's thirty five degrees. <laughs> Ice melts. Um, Frankfurt, right? It's got a uh, it's got a shop there called Natu, healthy all the way, which is a healthy eating alternative for those on the fly. You know those shops. We've talked about this before. They've just got ply walls and timber floors to give off a more natural, yeah. healthy vibe for all their mm. prepackaged sandwiches and shit. <laughs> All they've done is commissioned a lot more trees to get cut down to fit out their shop when compared to a humble McDonald's. <laughs> Call it fucking natural. <laughs> Using plastic, God's way. And uh, they're getting, you know, they're copping shit. Don't oh, think so. Plastic's fine. And also, health, healthy wraps, what I find, just seems to be a wrap with no meat in it. They're yeah. just giving you spinach and shredded carrot, charging you more. I'd rather yeah. pay less than have some chalk. 
What is a fucking healthy wrap? Besides a wrap, like it's what's what's the difference? You reckon no meat? Prob- yeah, it's probably just quinoa, shredded carrot, shredded capsicum, a lot of filler, a lot of spinach. Yeah, the illusion of filling. Healthy is <laughs> just another word for cheap shit, isn't it? They're all trying to trick us all the time. It's the dream. Um, a pair of vacationing retirees were in Frankfurt. Charles and Mary Ellen Hagen, both 70. Uh, they got on board their flight back to Portland, PDX, Oregon. Don't they, don't they love a double-barreled name? The Seppos of a certain ilk. I can just picture what a vacationing retiree couple called Charles <laughs> and Mary Ellen look like. Yeah. White trousers on the pair of them, tucked in matching shirts, big fucking sunnies, visors. No, she'd have pants on. He'd have shorts with socks up almost past the knees. Taxi driver look. Yeah, they're mad for it. I had to wear that to school. You didn't have that as a school uniform, Summer? No, no, no. We never had the boys didn't have shorts. We had to wear pants. All right. We could wear shorts. Well, we had it was fucking steaming hot, but like you still had to pull the socks up and have garters just below, yeah, below the knee there. I'm in a blazer and pants in 42 degrees, and there's chicks frolicking around in dresses. Yeah, telling me about the patriarchy. I'm sweating my fucking dick off here, lady. I should have given you a dress. <laughs> um, by the way, when I went to choose the uniform before year seven, I came from the fucking a very povo school. Never had a blazer. Uh, there were t- there were two blazers on a rack, and I went. Well, this one's got this one's a bit more colourful. I'll pick that, and I put it on. And the uniform shop lady uh, laughed at me because I had just put on the girls' blazer. All oh, right, rip the sleeves off. Say, what are you laughing at? <laughs> we had um, we'd wear blazers with shorts, and you could wear shorts in winter if uh, you're below a certain height. At ours. Yeah. At our boys' school. Was that a fart? You, did you just fart or did a no, motorbike that was my, go past? that was my tummy rumbling. It's fucking lunchtime. Oh, okay. Real hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't eaten all day. Broadcasting professional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Rad. Can you cut that out, mate? Although, having said that, a few weeks ago, I don't know if anyone noticed this, but um, he told me, so I went back and had a listen. I um, coughed and then I said, excuse yeah. me. That fucking opportunist has replaced my cough with a fart. <laughs> fucking grub. Don't believe we've given the him edit, too, everyone. We've given him too much power. Who knows what's <laughs> going to happen with this chat. Um, avid walkers, I reckon, the, the Hagens. Um, I, don't, I don't like they walked around Frankfurt. They had a walking mm. hole. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I don't foresee walking a lot when I retire. Done enough. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to fucking die. Get a bit of goddamn rest. Will you kids shut up? Yeah. 
I can already picture you in your fucking chair on a Gold Coast balcony, sitting there, staring Inside out. chair, but outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfold the tarp, <laughs> hang it over the balcony. Yeah, a suede, a suede recliner oh, outdoors. <laughs> tarp with a hockey strap already through the eyelets to put back over the recliner when you go to bed at night. Great. Hey, what's more bogan, by the way, an indoor couch outside or an outdoor couch inside? The former, I think. I don't think you see much of outdoor couches inside. Although Queensland you do. You get a lot of cane glass top yeah. stuff that can be yeah. outside, inside. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not up for either. But if I had to choose, indoor stuff outside. Uh, the Hagens took their seats and immediately noticed a woman behind them acting erratically using profanity, God bless America, and rambling incoherently. Um, the person sitting next to the rambler asked to be moved and was moved without an issue. The FA said to the perp, what drugs have you been taking? And she replied, I've taken antibiotics. I think maybe it was something oh. else, rhymes with antibiotics. <laughs> Either way, the, uh, the side effects... Of antibiotics don't include oh, no. swearing. Yeah, swearing, <laughs> rambling. Nah, more, more more like vomiting in the squirts. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember when I've gotten into a punch on at a bar, you know. What have you been on, mate? Penicillin. Yeah. Sorry, man. Made me skits. <laughs> what have you been on? Been on my own. Um, this is the Hagen's account. An F.A., said to the Hagens that he would keep an eye on the woman, but then he just fucked off, didn't he? Oh, no. Never saw him again. Well, wow. He's probably busy. Well, this, is, this isn't going to end at a Yelp review. I know this no. already. Oh, the unnamed woman then upped the ante on the obscene references and started punching the back of the Hagens' seats. Uh, Charles Hagen got up from his seat and beckoned the flight crew over, uh, but they didn't come. Oh, gosh darn it. How many hours into the 10-hour, 55-minute flight do you reckon things really hit a crescendo? Three? Nah, four. Oh, you fucking, oh, you set me up then. <laughs> really fucking tricked me. Sorry. Tricked me with the alley-oop, but you've sent the ball in too low. Yeah. And then I've just had to fucking air dunk. Kick it away the, like an arsehole. Air dunk the ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice one, fuckhead. <laughs> This is at the fourth hour mark. Um, Jane Doe has yelled out, I want to act I guess? up with it. Well, oh, no. Well, she said, I want to act up with a fucking, what do you think the weapon she said? What's that? I'm going to act up. I want to act up with a fucking, and then there's a weapon at the end of that sentence. I want to act up with a fucking shotgun. Nah. Ice pick. Oh, mm. makes you think, doesn't it? God, got to shut her down. Yeah, basic instinct, isn't it? Um, the Hagens had had enough and made a formal complaint to the crew. Of course. They were told people like her are common in Portland. And when you get on a budget carrier like Condor, you're going to get this sort of thing. <laughs> hey, respect. I, d- <laughs> I do appreciate that. Oh, Look cool around you, dickhead. Your flight was six bucks. What do you think was going to happen? Yeah. Fuck. Lie down with the dogs. 
while Charles is off making the complaint. If your beer at the airport is more than the flight, you know what you're walking into. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, the gap's closing on that. What do you mean? Prices are going up or beers are coming down? Uh, no, beers beers are going up. Flights coming down. But there are, obviously, there's the $1 flight situation, $12 beer. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird one. If that's the case, something's quite wrong. Uh Mary Ellen was getting her seat shaken real fucking hard by Jane Doe while Charles was away. And then Jane said, I'm going to kill you with an ice pick. So Mary Ellen stood up and tried to get the attention of five crew, but was met with indifference. The flight crew were condescending and rude. Um, you, know what you know what you don't really see much is 90-plus-year-olds uh, getting bashed and hassled mm. by the youth. Like somehow lunatics even have limits. Uncontrollable urges appear to have some sort of control over beating the shit out of a hundred year old. Mm. No one's doing that. I I remember years ago, my dad and I went to the Anzac Day uh, footy match, Essendon, as you said, Essendon, Essendon versus Collingwood, and we were next to a Collingwood fan who must have been in her eighties, and some kids behind us, teenagers, mid teens, kicking the seats, and halfway through the third quarter. She said, will you fucking cunt stop kicking my chair? Great. Loved her. Nobody's bashing her. They were kicking her chair, kicking an 80-year-old's chair. Yeah, they were just fucking around, just jumping around. And yeah. They were kicking her chair and the people next to her. Little turds. Not maliciously, but enough for an old woman to yell cunt. Yeah. <laughs> I just sort of, like, you know, every now and then, like you see a coward home invader push over a 70-year-old bloke, and next thing you know, you know, his cookie jar full of cash has been smashed and... <laughs> He's got black eyes, bandages all over his arms. <laughs> on a, you know, but um, it's not it's not that common. They they do bruise easily. But uh, <laughs> my guess is the Hagens were in pretty good physical shape. Otherwise, someone would have stepped in when they saw seventy year olds being monstered by a thirty something woman. Get frail, get looked after. That's my tip for when you get old. Mm. Staying strong is for suckers. Well, you're just going to get picked on still. Yeah, like people still think. You're younger than you are, and there's no fucking respect. By the same token, though, I get, I get on the bus now. No bastard gets up to give me their fucking seat. I wouldn't have dreamt of being 20, not giving up my seat to someone in his 40s. Oh, Never course. happens now. Yeah. Never happens. Oh, no one. No one hops up. I have to tell school kids to get out of their fucking seats for an older person <laughs> to sit down. Like, I don't care, but I don't yeah. care for me necessarily. I'd, it would be nice, but I think get the fuck up. There's like a... 60-year-old woman there, or there's a pregnant woman, or there's a fucking old bloke, get out of your fucking seat, you little shit. I don't really know not to do that. You have to, you've got to be on death's door before people look out for you. Um, by the way, here, though, this left Mary Ellen in tears and in fear of her life to a point where she couldn't go back to her seat. She was so scared. That's fair. In fear of being murdered by the passenger. I'd be worried too. That uh, this Jane Doe, a clear-cut Fruit Loop, had gotten an ice pick on board in the first Fruit place. Loop. How'd that happen? <laughs> Frankfurt Airport Security got a bit to answer for here. Um, letting a woman on a plane with an ice pick. It's like someone telling me, just in everyday life, they're going to laser me with an outer space gun. Yeah, yeah, whatever, dickhead. <laughs> Grow up. As if you've got a fucking ice pick on a plane. Well, I once flew cans to Weeper and uh, some, guys, some guys got on 
Stanley knife. You would have been wrapped, Heggy. Stanley knife and a tool belt. Yeah. This was, and this was just after 9 11. This would have been 2005, 2006. But at Cairns Airport, goes through, do, 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 where are you going? Weeper. Yeah, right. You're fine. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of twin towers between Cairns and Weeper, is there? What are they going to do? <laughs> Run it into a swamp? Turn it around to Charters Towers, mate. Yeah. I don't even. <laughs> Wouldn't make it. Um, the uh, the ranting spread out to the whole plane, not just the Hagens, and that's when people took notice. Like, oh, it's not just old people getting hassled; it's potentially me as well. Mm. Um, Jane Doe started screaming that they're all being kidnapped. Oh yeah. Um, that you know, the, all the passengers being kidnapped. That's what this is. This plane. Man, full respect for like she's gotten far because this is an international flight. So, you know, the Fruit Loop has needed a passport. She's gotten through security, bought a ticket, she's made it onto the plane in time. That's what I find incredible. Like this is, let's be honest, suburban bus behaviour yeah. on an international flight. It's fucking... Yeah. I want to knock her, but she has jumped through a few hoops to kick off in the sky, and you've got to respect that. Oh, yeah, she has. Well past Shannon by this stage, though. Out over the ocean. Ah. What are you going to do? They've, you know, not much. They're easily, there's nowhere to stop. Condo, they're not turning around. They are. No, no, they're not. Although, if they, like the f- if they cop a headwind, they lose profit, I reckon. It's yeah. some tight margins there. Oh, yeah, they're not fucking. And I don't think they're friendly with other airports and shit as well. So you just yeah. pretty much got to get there. <laughs> um, the flight went all the way to Portland. Everyone just left this woman alone for the flight, like they're on the street, not in a plane. Um, uh, they could have easily popped in, though, once they hit North America in, for example, Newfoundland. Oh, yeah. Gander, <laughs> not only quite partial to a pop-in, Melbourne will start singing about it all later on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mate, I t- have I told you what musical is uh, is in your favourite city, oh, Melbourne? It's about to kick you, off. What did you <laughs> fucking send me? Hold on. I'm going to play it yes. through. Oh, no, it won't work. It won't play through the toy here. Um, Cruel Intentions, the musical. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking grim. The home There's of the arts. nothing they won't do. Um, Cruel Intentions, musical. Yep, it's coming to Melbourne. The acclaimed film starring Reese Witherspoon and Sarah Michelle Gellar is now a hit musical featuring iconic music from the 90s. By the way, what this is going to be, oh, it says Cruel Intentions, the musical, is a 2015 American jukebox musical. Is that a fucking term? Because I heard Moulin Rouge, the musical, is just cover songs. Right. So not songs from the movie. But that's a big night out. Yet if I'm at a pub on a Sunday and there's a fucking acoustic duo in a corner, I'm an uncouth piece of shit. Yeah. But people are dressing up to the nines in a fucking tuxedo to go and watch <laughs> covers. Are they? Yeah. Are, they, are people dressing up and going to Cruel Intentions, the musical? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, Christ. What a fucking joint. <laughs> Cultural hub of the Southern Hemisphere, Melbourne. Yep. Well done. Um, <laughs> the uh, Oh, you're trying to get to the theatre strip. You've got to go past the big W. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grab a massive packet of generic brand marshmallows on the way from Big W. 
They'll be cheap because they're nearly out of date. Off to see Cruel Intentions. <laughs> Get up and watch Cruel Intentions. Fuck me. Oh. Bad news. Does jukebox mean the actual music's in it? Like they're actually doing those songs or covers uh, of those songs? Yeah, I assume it means the covers of the songs. I didn't even I didn't know that that was a – so hold on. I'm having a look here. A jukebox musical is a stage musical or musical film in which a majority of the songs are well-known popular songs rather than original music. Right. Yeah. So it's a permission thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Royalty-free musicals. Uh, it has to be, yeah, Jagged Little Pill. That was in Melbourne as well, the Alanis Morissette yeah. musical. That's one of them. Moulin Rouge is one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people now just want to, I don't know, they just want to go to an expensive cover band. Mm. Go to a fucking band. Yeah. Heaps of good ones out there. Gross. Uh, the Filth. They got on in Portland and arrested the Jane Doe for outstanding warrants, not even for hassling the Hagans. Status arrested. Uh, attorney at law Sharon Sims said oh, here we uh, go. the Hagans yeah. tried to make a formal complaint against Condor before suing, but it got bloody nowhere. Oh. They acted like they wanted to sort it out, but then just stopped talking to the Hagans. Classic trick, string them along. Yeah, we care. And then poof, gone. Um, I tried to get a hold of the court documents, but it is restricted information. And I know you wanted to read that quote purely for the second last word in it. but <laughs> So they, have they gone ahead and... <laughs> no, I wrote that. <laughs> Um, yeah, restricted info. I know the Hagans filed an airplane injury lawsuit. Oh, there were no injuries. And I wonder Man. if that flights going into the US uh, from certain places, instead of having the little Qantas One World put your money in here for a charity pouch, yeah. there's just some legal forms. Just fill them out. What happened to you on this plane? I was yeah, abused. Stat decks and affidavits and shit <laughs> yeah. at the door. Um, just have a JP by the door. <laughs> Sign up for you on the way through. Oh, man, the filing fee is $400 in Oregon for a uh, lawsuit, so they paid that. Found out fuck all about the progress of the trial. I think they must have settled out of court with an NDA. My guess will be a couple of grand and some travel vouchers. I'll never get on this airline again, unless it's free, of course, <laughs> America. The uh, the judge, right, mm. was none other than John V. Acosta, who was involved in 2019 in a case where he set a man free who'd been in jail 30 years for a murder. Even the victim's brothers wanted him out. Interesting read. Wow. Portland meth dealer. Said it before. Say it again. Keep your nose clean. You probably won't get a murder pinned on you. So hold on. Um, the, he did kill the bloke, but the- No, the, he didn't. Oh, he didn't? No, I don't think so. No. Another bloke confessed to it, but he was already in jail. I said, well, it's easy if you just stay there. <laughs> and even the victim's brothers are like, man, he, I don't think he did it. Yeah. He had a good alibi. He didn't fucking do it. And I said, nah. But now he's out. Um, 
Interestingly, too, I found out that Acosta is also the same judge who in February 11, 2022, no less, uh, presided over a case of a bloke trying to open the emergency door during a Delta flight from Salt Lake City to Portland. This guy actually made some headway into the impossible task. Whoa, Mythbusters. He must have been massive. People, or they weren't very high. People reported hearing air swooshing every time he yanked on the door. Mm. Like he kept pushing and pulling the door and they could hear air. Like, oh, Mm. that's not great. Um, There was a stacks on, obviously. I was going to say, the air swooshing would be a bloke winded who just attempted to grab the fucking door. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, all right, guys, that's not the outside. That's him. (laughs) Oh, you just get up and punch someone who goes near that door now. Oh, fine. So what would you like to boof? You shouldn't have stopped the cart there. Can't be too sure. <laughs> Off. Get on the front foot early. Never know. Um, got taken up the back and restrained for the rest of a flight. Arrested on landing where he said, and I quote, I wanted people to videotape me so I would have the opportunity to share my thoughts on COVID-19 vaccines. What do you reckon he thinks of the whole shebang? <laughs> He's probably saying, you know, we need to mask up and get those booster shots. It's the only way we're going to yeah. slow this thing down. <laughs> well, most people who want to share their thoughts generally don't <laughs> share the popular consensus, do mm. they? Although I'm not as close-minded as you. He could be just saying, you know, do the right thing, everyone. I don't know. Yeah, and also it's <laughs> also imagine it's like, man, if you, if you want to share your thought, there's so many platforms to do it. Yeah, the internet. Best place from my experience. Obviously, not a fan of science. Doesn't realize as soon as that door's open, there's not really, it's not fucking con air. No. You know, you're not making a. (laughs) They're not going to hear him. (laughs) No, not at all. He'll be riding that door down to earth (laughs) screaming about vaccines. It turns out there is something worse. (laughs) Get your third dose, everyone. Um, I'm guessing he's had too many vaccines. <laughs> Thankfully, just now he's seeing the light. Uh, Acosta said, keep him in the clink until we can get a mental health assessment. Oh, man, we've had one. <laughs> he tried to open the door. We've assessed his mental yeah. health. No good. Yeah, fucking oath. <laughs> You're not getting a straight answer out of people, are you? You mentally ill? <laughs> not at all. Don't panic. <laughs> oh, sorry, our mistake. You're free to go. <laughs> Unless I'm in trouble then a diagnosis might get me off the hook, yeah. in which case, absolutely. <laughs> um, either way, though, uh, the Hagens, ambitious American dreamers, trying to turn a twilight buck for themselves. Um, I reckon maybe the Hagens should have chucked a little more into superannuation here and there and they wouldn't have to pull shit like this. <laughs> Although the, the American dream doesn't include mandatory super. Did you know that? No. Like, fuck old people, pretty much, over there. If you haven't managed to fulfill your American dream by retirement age, stiff shit. You obviously didn't take your Hollywood opportunities, seriously enough, when they presented themselves to you in your youth. Suck a fart. No super. <laughs> what amount do you reckon they're after? From the airline? Uh-huh. Oh, $50,000. Nah. Oh. $10 million. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> For a seat shake. Oh, wow. Man, Condor's heard that and thought, these two are as mad as fucking ice picker. <laughs> Maybe we should just give everyone ice picks and see what happens. Man, that is, what a great made-up number. That's like uh, Amber Heard. No, well, he no, he sued her for $50 million, Yeah. And she's counter-sued for $100 million. 
Oh, yeah. I guess it'd just go hard early. He's going to have to counter counter serve for 150. Mm. <laughs> go high, get a little bit, and go, well, I only got 1% of what I asked for. Smart. But I'm still a billionaire. Um, someone getting murdered on your property, and it's definitely your fault in the USA. That wouldn't even cost $10 million. Crazy, mate. $10 million would buy. Is that your stomach again? That was, yeah. Sorry, I've got to go soon. <laughs> I know. You buy about 12, 12 mansions in the land of the free. Yeah. Except for the people building your shit. They're not free. <laughs> um, hopefully, deny someone more deserving of that money. Definitely not coming out of the Condor's CEO's bonus. Mm. Pretty good. I um, love to know how much they got, but uh, can't do it. Pretty much there you have it. A, a woman taking antibiotics and shaking seats and threatening to murder a couple of old people. Not her fault. FA is ignoring the whole palaver, not their fault. The old people just being old and therefore annoying, not their fault. It's the modern tale of America <laughs> and therefore the world. Nothing is your fault. Don't ever forget that, kids. Victimhood TM. <laughs> that brings us to the end of another episode of Midfly Brawl. Thanks so much for listening in. Get on to our Instagram at Midfly Brawl. Send us a message there. Or get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash midflightbrawl for a lot of uh, bonus content and whatnot. Help us keep the lights on here at MFB HQ. H. H. But uh, once again, thanks for listening in. We'll see you next week. It's not your oh, fault. No, mate. See ya. Nothing is anyone's fault. Don't ever forget that. Ever. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 